Hey y'all, welcome to Couture Conversations Podcast. I'm your host, Olivia Steele. On today's episode, the CEO of Body Well Balanced is joining us. Jasmine spent many years in the retail world, working in several different roles, and she brings such a unique perspective of this industry and has taken what her experience in the retail industry was to launch her company. There are so many hot tips and such incredible wisdom shared by Jasmine in this episode. Let's get right into it. Jasmine, welcome to Couture Conversations Podcast. I'm so elated to have you on. I have known you for, geez, almost a decade now. And we started working in the fashion industry in the corporate side of retail, really, together. I remember we were chatting about all of our big dreams and everything that we wanted to accomplish in the fashion industry. You actually knew who Cruella really is in real life. Uh, Yes. Yes, I (laughs) did. I would love to better understand when you were having those bosses, like the Cruellas, you're just expected to be excellent. What was it or this juicy story or a fun story or a story about like your Cruella that just kind of made you pivot in your own way for your own career? My pivot was realizing the unhappiness and how it's not me doing this. Like I'm trying to do everything that I can possibly do, but it's almost like I'm set up to fail because this individual is just not happy no matter, you know, what, what happened, what the case was, there was something wrong always, like I, like always. And to go into such a dark and toxic office every single day was not my thing. And it started to wear on me, not only in my work, but as an individual, it was enough. It was that it was enough. It was, it was time. I think I took that And really was like, in my next position, I'm going to make sure I look out for who I'm working with to make sure you're vibing right, right? What that person's bringing to the table and if I can handle it. And if I can, great. If not, I'm not going to settle just because it's a new position or, you know, I'm out of where I was. I've got to make sure I take care of myself because I don't want to be like that person who was in office. So, (laughs) you know. I constantly think of this one situation where I don't think that consumers really realize how much pressure the fashion industry puts on their employers for the sales specialists to dress in a certain manner, to Mm -hmm. speak in a certain manner, and handle certain issues in a certain manner. At each company, it's significantly different. And it's because behind the scenes, these sales specialists are being told exactly what they can say, how to dress. To, to the point to where you're sent home if you're not in the attire that is approved. That's almost unheard of 
And at least for me, in almost every other industry, unless it's for safety precautions, you know, if you're in construction or something like that, probably should have some steel-toed boots. But, (laughs) But, I mean, we're not doing anything of that sort in the fashion store. I know that you probably have one or two of these stories top of mind that made you say, wow, I don't know if this is right anymore. I can't believe I have to go do this right now. So so please share that story if one comes to mind for you. <laughs> First off, there's being an individual and then there's being a complete robot. Protocol was to wear layers. Well, so just to interrupt you just quickly, what do sure. you mean by layers? Because everyone who is listening to this isn't necessarily in the fashion industry. Well, what do you mean by layers, Jasmine? Okay. We're not talking about just like, oh, I'm going to toss on a t-shirt or a tank for work and put a jacket on because I might be cold. No, there's like four. So you, you go from a base base, a base, <laughs> and then... The actual, the actual top, and then a closure piece, if you will, whether that's a jacket or a vest. And, and go ahead. And layering, layering was the dress code, is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Yes, layering was the dress code. The reason why, so for those who are, are listening and not in the fashion industry, is because the reason why retailers want you to dress a certain way is because you want to be promoting the items that you're selling in the store. There's a reason there's a reason to this madness is because when you see something on somebody else and you like the way it looks, psychologically, you also want that. So that's why there are these strict guidelines and why they offer us discounts to wear the clothes. It's because they want the customers to want what you have on, more or less, right? Yes, absolutely. You're essentially a walking billboard (laughs) on and off the floor. Because I mean, like you mentioned, you do have discounts to uh, purchase the clothing. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if you are going to wear it, you may potentially wear it outside of your shift. So yeah, absolutely. And being this billboard, it pretty much just, it wasn't me. um, But it was more so like, okay, this is my next step. And the world that I want to go, like I want to venture in. So, you know, you grin and bear it. A manager at the time lived and breathed this company. So if things were not um, layered properly or you weren't wearing them correctly, you would literally have to go buy something that day. This person would come up to you and be like, how come you're not wearing X, Y, and Z? well, I don't own X, Y, and Z. Okay, well, it's on sale or you can use your discount. So why don't you see if your size is back there, purchase them and go put them on. In these moments, it was like, well, this is my job. Um, (laughs) I'm under pressure at this point. I'm working right now. Um, Not trying to make her or this individual upset. So yeah, let me just go ahead and make sure I have enough money to purchase these items. And I proceeded to purchase them. And this wasn't just one instance. So it was stressful on pockets. (laughs) And because it wasn't like, you know, the Mm -hmm. pay was suitable for these positions. Yeah, you get a discount, but can you even afford it? 
mm-hmm. <laughs> at that point. It happened numerous times, became unmanageable. If I'm given this discount, I'm hired, I'm given this discount, I'm going to purchase what I'm able to afford, not what you want me to afford and what you think will sell mm-hmm. or what you think is you know, hot right now doesn't make a difference to me. Like that should not make or break my position. It's so wild to me to think about how, I mean, we're working this job, we're making, you know, a little bit over minimum wage plus, you know, commission structure in these higher couture (laughs) style shops. But still, you know, we're working at the sales level Mm -hmm. because we're trying to get to the next level yet stifled to be able to do our job because we're not in the dress code. It's interesting to me how retailers want their sales floor individuals to dress a certain way and represent the brand, Mm -hmm. but they're still making you use the money that they pay you to put back into the store. I actually have this one instance, um, you and I, Jasmine, were working on the sales floor together. And Jasmine and I were a power team, y'all. Like we, <laughs> no one left that store without making a sale. I have no. to say, we, <laughs> she was killer. We would work in tandem and it was just, I mean, we were churning and burning and rocking it Absolutely out together. <laughs> and one of the instances I remember vividly, and I wonder if you remember this too, We were towards the end of our shift and our manager at the time, the one who lived, breathed, slept, ate, lived for this brand. She wasn't even scheduled to work, came into the store to to check on us because you Mm -hmm. and I were both um, at the time we got promoted to assistant managers. Go us. So um, (laughs) we were closing up shop and there was maybe... 30 minutes left in the day. And we had maybe, we exceeded our sales goal, but this manager wanted to be the best in the district or best in the state. Mm -hmm. And she looked at both of us and said, what can you buy looking at you and me? What can you two buy to take us to that next level? And I remember looking at you, this was the reality of how competitive, how people live, eat, breathe, sleep their jobs in this industry. It's another Mm -hmm. level where they're asking the workers to pay more money. So their store is is at the top and stays there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like did anything in their power to do it. Mm -hmm. It was unbelievable. Like Mm -hmm. unbelievable that not, like you said, we had already, I mean, we surpassed our goal. Yeah. It wasn't enough. No, there's 30 more minutes. Not what you can do, what customer, what you can get the customer to buy. What can you put? Olivia. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I, I know, and we could talk about these war stories for, for hours and hours and hours like we have in the past, but I want to segue into all of this amazing experience that you've had Mm -hmm. in your, in your life. I mean, really your career is just so impressive. What you have done with your life is so impressive to the point to now, everything that you've learned and gathered, you've launched your own company. 
I feel strongly that the experiences that you've had in both your personal achievements and also your professional achievements have led you here. So mm-hmm. I totally want to switch gears. Forget the fashion industry. Let's talk about another couture luxury level experience that you're now leveraging and using for your clients now. Let's talk about this beautiful brand that you're building, the experience you're creating now for your clients. Yeah, absolutely. Taking care of yourself and knowing your boundaries and really being owning who you are. And that is coming from the inside out. So my company is Body Well Balanced. What we were missing, I felt, and you can definitely um, chime in, but was balance in our lives, um, working as interns in the buying office, as assistant managers, to really like hone in on what you need at that time and Mm -hmm. sticking to it, planning around, planning your life around that. What Body Well Balance is about is is just that um, I'm so passionate about wellness and more specifically nutrition because in order to move and groove like we do, we have to be fueled properly. And in order to be fueled properly, we need to tap into what makes us well. How to do that is to create balance right? So it's like a a nice triangle. You have those three points and you're balanced. Now, not saying that it's going to be like that all the time, but what my company does is really taps into what's going on with you. We hardly talk about ourselves or always listening to others or taking on others' issues. And, you know, we may know that we have a gut issue, but it'll be okay. I'm going to still eat these types of foods or I'm exhausted and I know my cortisol levels are not where they need to be, but I'm going to push a few more hours at work. You know, we just kind of allow things to become norm versus really tapping into what we need and staying true to that. So at Body Well Balance, we work on nutrition and we work on really owning who you are, what you need, and allowing that to enhance your health, ultimately have a balanced life. Like that's the goal at the end of the day. And I'm so excited that I finally (laughs) have launched it. It's been something that's been happening and that I brewing like inside me for a very long time. And I too had to become balanced (laughs) in order to actually bring this to the world you know, vocalize how important it is and constantly make it important, an important part in conversations. It's a beautiful thing to be able to uh, tap into that and get to know other people and others, hear other stories with my clients and be like, me too, me too. Like you're not alone. Mm -hmm. And I'm super excited about it. (laughs) You're creating a really unique and safe place for your customers. So one of the things that I admire greatly and you know I love a good experience. So yes, I yes. you know everyone I think in general making generalities of course. Everyone craves a luxury level experience when they're trying something new or mm-hmm. when they're pushed out of their comfort zone when they're met 
with this luxury level top tier experience like with you it it makes them and please correct me if i'm wrong and i would love to hear more about this it makes them more comfortable to be able to be honest with you opposed to being pressured to fib a little out of mm-hmm. social pressure or social mm-hmm. costs that they feel that they may be inflicting on themselves by being yeah. honest and open with you yeah no you're you're dead on there's been a couple of clients who really are like thank you I just needed to like get that out because, you know, not many people can understand or relate or even just listen. And to be able to have the space, the time to express whatever is going on, um, whatever's being held in speaks volumes. And I tell them, I'm here to listen to you first, observe. And then we do this together because it's not my body. It's yours. It's not, it's not about me. It's about you. And that's the most important part. I think what's so admirable too about you, Jasmine, is um, you're one of the very few people that you don't ask how your day was. You ask, how are you? You Mm -hmm. ask, but what's really going on with you? That's the difference maker, even when you're making a sale in retail. And I think that's why, and I believe strongly, it's why you were so good at at everything that you set yourself out to in regards to business is -hmm. because you listen and you want to get to know the person that you're working with. So walk me through Paint a picture for me. When a new client of yours, you start to work with them, how do you want them to feel? And what do you do? What do you ask? What are your steps to really making them feel welcomed and safe to share? Essentially, I just start with, you know, where you at. And from there, it's it's an open-ended response. And it gets them actually talking about themselves because yes and no, like close-ended questions, they don't get you anywhere, right? There's a, there's a point, uh, a purpose for open-ended and closed-ended questions. And Mm -hmm. if you're really trying to tap into that person and for them and wanting them to tap into themselves, open-ended questions are what I focus on. So where would you want to be? You've got four more hours, you know, before you usually go to bed pending their schedule, right? But where do you want to be today? Where do you want to end this? And from there, okay, so let's do it. What's holding you back from that? Well, this, this, and this. All right. When did that happen? You know, like really get them thinking like, why am I holding on to this? And was it that serious? Why am I holding on to this? What purpose does it bring to my life? Is it going to make or break anything? No. Well, let's move on. Right. And from there, it just really allows them to tap into what is going on, bring more attention to them as an individual. How did I hold this on like so long? Or why am I giving this mu- that much permission to dictate what's going on? As I take them through these questions, 
walking you through, you know, why you even chose to talk to me today. What moved you to contact me to be your coach? What moved you to do that? With these responses, we start to grow and to really come to the actual reason, right? Because some people can just stay surface level. And after we end up talking for about 20 minutes, they realize that wasn't even the reason. It's so much deeper. So laying it all out to be able to then allow them to have a safe space for themselves to continue to take what we talk up, talk about into the rest of their day after we've talked is the goal. And mm-hmm. it's how I want them to feel because it's very important for you to be in control of your feelings, your emotions, your choices, everything. But if we don't pay attention to that, we can't do it. If we allow the outside to constantly you know, take over, we can't do it. So in our conversations, the point is open up and to give themselves permission to continue that energy without me. I feel it's very important for that to happen in order for growth and a transformation to occur. Well, first of all, so eloquently put. The second thing that I've noticed, you said you said it a couple of times, giving yourself permission. It almost ties back into what we were talking about when we were working with our crazy manager, we'll just call it crazy manager, (laughs) is giving yourself permission to be okay with the word no, to be okay with, with, with only allowing things in your life that you can truly commit to and say yes to with reverence, with complete and total ability to follow through with that and give yourself Mm -hmm. permission to do so. Let's talk about that for just a second, because I've worked with you in the past Mm -hmm. and you've helped me in so many ways. Okay. For those of you who don't know, when I, before I started working with Jasmine on a couple of occasions, I was the crazy person that would roll over to my phone and go through all my emails in bed. I would respond to all my messages from social media before I've even levitated, okay? I mean, let's talk about unhealthy habits, (laughs) terrible habits, right? And you are creating this, I keep saying luxury level because it is. Um, Because it's customized. Each and every single situation is customized for every customer. And that is a custom made, made to measure sewing. And you are sewing a possibility of someone's new reality by. I love that. Oh, feel free to take it. (laughs) Feel free to use that as your new slogan. Um, You're sewing someone's new reality by allowing them to give themselves permission. And I think that's beautiful. If you were to leave these listeners with something that is a golden nugget that you share with your clients to start on this journey, what would you say to them? Ooh, as basic as it sounds, I would say it's okay. Whatever you're feeling, it's okay. That's it. I think where we as women and men get really tied up in is not really acknowledging the fact that just because you're feeling something off canter, 
right? Mm-hmm. Yes. It doesn't mean that it's not what you're feeling. It That's the reality is to say to yourself, even though I don't want to feel like this, this is my reality yeah. right now. And mm-hmm. that's okay. Yeah. Is that what you're trying to, is that what Absolutely. you mean by that? Yes, absolutely. So, Jasmine, the way that your brain works and how you have this unique ability to create such a safe space where people feel comfortable to be vulnerable. And I think a big part of your business is vulnerability. So I was reading this book and it said 60 to 80% of people lie to their Mm -hmm. doctors. They Mm -hmm. lie to the people who are trying to help them because, and let's be very clear, a doctor in your life, you know, has little to no impact on your, on your life, really. But the doctor has very little to no social impact. However, we fear the social ramifications, ramifications that this doctor can, that this doctor may judge us. People lie to the people who are trying to help them. Taking a different approach to healing opposed to what we're used to in Western medicine, right? We're Mm -hmm. used to throwing pills at people. We're used to treating the symptoms and not the actual cause. I think it's so beautiful and important what you're doing in this space. All of your experience with customer experience and everything that you're doing is so incredible. Thank you. I wanted to just thank you so much for sharing your experience about the fashion industry, about our wild, crazy manager we shared, (laughs) knowing Cruella and where you are now in your career and where you're taking it. Because something that I really want these listeners to, to hear is that your journey is going to take you in places where you don't necessarily know where you're going all the time. But Mm -hmm. to acknowledge that that's okay is beautiful. Yes. 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 That's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to say thank you for um, this opportunity to really touch on uh, couture conversations and and a different angle. Your listeners, listen, you guys, this is such a huge, huge opportunity to get some information and get an outlook from someone who is absolutely incredibly intelligent, resourceful, and who's got so much going for themselves. And I can't wait. I really cannot wait to see what else is to come from um, Couture Conversations. Definitely a dope view from your eyes, Olivia, because I, I don't know of a podcast out there that is giving you the real from this angle. So and I'm excited for it. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. I, I appreciate you immensely and adore you. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And thank you so much. <laughs>